Welcome back to Wandering Mouse. I'm Tom. And I'm Mary. Today we're going to be talking about our recent experience at the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And I can definitely say it was not very scary. No, it was not scary, but it was a party. It definitely was a party, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So this is a hard ticket event that gives you park availability from 7 at night through midnight. From today through November 1st, this party is going on select days. Right. It's been, I mean, it's been going on since late August. Correct. Yeah. And it's kind of odd because it's a Halloween party. And (laughs) when we were there, it was 90 degrees in the middle of the day. It it was a beautiful day. It really was. But you're walking around doing Halloween stuff and it doesn't feel very (laughs) Halloween-y when you're from the Midwest. Well, and I would say walking in, it felt like you were going on like a game show instead of like (laughs) into a theme park because, (laughs) you know, like let's make a deal where everybody's dressed up. That's kind of what it felt like because it was hot out. It didn't quite fit the Halloween vibe. But once once the sun goes down, it definitely feels a little bit more Halloween. Basically, the way it works is for folks that have park tickets that day, they're going to start being shepherded out of the park. If they did not buy the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party tickets, they're going to start getting shepherded out of the park by the cast members starting uh, 4.30, 5 o'clock, and they're designed to be out of the park by 6 o'clock. The folks that have the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party tickets, you're going to have exclusive av- availability to the park from 7 to midnight. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's kind of nice. And when you look at the... You know, just the stats on the overall park. Magic Kingdom, 100,000 people. That's the capacity. And they only sell 30,000 tickets. Automatically, you're at a third less of what park capacity is. And and when you're in the in the park for these events and only dealing with 30,000 people, it, it feels... It felt good. It was it, nice glorious. and roomy. Yeah, it was really nice. You're walking down the street, you're not bumping into people. People yeah. aren't cutting you off. I mean, it was it was really nice. Yeah. So the basic event, there's a lot of stuff that you're going to get with this. Oh, yeah. I was first going to say that one of the things I didn't realize when we first got the tickets was that you have access to the parks starting at 4 o'clock. And there's a line because oh, everybody's yeah. there early. A lot of people were there early waiting to get in. And so you get in and you get into the line and they, they get you into the park and then you immediately go off to the side. If you've been in the parks and you go off to those little side roads off on Main Street, it looks like there's barriers kind of so cast members only can go back there. But it's really not. It's event entries, which I didn't realize. So Right. And so that was really efficient, I felt like. And then we when we got in... They gave us our bag and they gave us our first candy and and they get you in and they give you a band as well. So you get a band on your wrist to wear that lets the rest of the, like lets the cast members know that you are supposed to be there after right. six PM. The basics on the event are there's gonna be trick or treating. Mm-hmm. So they give you a bag to go trick or treating at various spots throughout the park. They've got special entertainment, special food at certain restaurants, special snacks, special drinks. And then there's a very specific fireworks show, parade. And then there's also the Sanderson sisters. They put on the Villain Spooktacular yeah. show, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> but uh, you get a lot of special events at these at the Mickey's Not-So-Scary. <clears throat> and then there's also specific character meet and greets throughout right. the park. Yep, lots of those. And then they and then have clearly some, the rides. Right. And they have overlays on the rides. So and not like I don't think they do over in Disneyland. They do light up the like Haunted Mansion and some of the rides have different themes to them during 
during the night. For example, Space Mountain, they turn off all the lights. So it's completely dark in there. And then in, I think it's the teacups, which we didn't go on. Yeah. But the teacups, they, they do some things with the lighting and, and um, some things there. So for the ride overlays, uh, it's very, it's limited. Yeah. It's Space Mountain and teacups and... The Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And it, it was really just some theme lighting on the outside. And they did have some characters. live characters. Yeah. We didn't see that because we did not go on Haunted Mansion after the party started. But there are car- characters that you can see in line when you're in queue that you can't see just from the outside. But we had ridden it earlier, so we, we weren't we didn't see that. So ticket pricing, and, and hold on to your socks here, folks. Ticket pricing for the event is anywhere from $120 to $199. The closer you get to Halloween that ticket price goes up. Right. So on Halloween, expect to pay $199. And again, it only goes till November 1st. So I, th- I think we paid somewhere in the neighborhood of $120. And you may think to yourself, I mean, from 7 to 12, that doesn't seem like a lot. But they allow you entrance at 4 o'clock. So mm-hmm. you, you get, you know, from 4 to midnight. And then when you think about the all of the special stuff that they're doing, you're actually getting quite a bit of value. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't think it was bad when you think of it that way. We spent, we got there at four. We got in line prior to four. So we were there when the gate opened. So you're there from four and you potentially can be there till midnight. So that's eight hours in the park. Right. That's a full day. Yeah. And you've got all the theming going on and you can get on the rides. I don't think we waited. And we didn't, there's no lightning lanes. There's no Genie Plus during the party. Just Everything is, lines. is all standby. Yeah. So, except for Tron. Well, right. Which is still the virtual queue. Right. All the other rides are all standby. And I don't think we waited more than maybe 20 minutes for any given I, ride. Yeah. I don't think, I, I don't think we waited 20 minutes. I think the longest we waited for was, was Tron. Tron. Yeah. Yeah. Because that queue, you still have to work your way through the queue even after you tap in for your virtual queue. But I would say on average, we were waiting no more than 10 minutes. Most of them were walk-on, completely just walk-on. But for Tron, they they open a virtual queue just for the party members. So at 6 o'clock, we were able to log on and cure our spot in the virtual queue. And we were, uh, what did you say? I think it started started at 105. The the virtual queues had been going all day for the regular park members. And then for the the 6 o'clock queue that that the timing opened up, they started for the Mickey's Not So Scary. They started counting at 105. Okay, and then so we, we were 131 yeah. out of 100 and starting at 105. Right. So we didn't, I mean, I don't know. It was maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours at the most that we waited. And we got to walk around. We went on all the hour rides. And, half, yeah. and, you know, Tom was constantly checking to see where, where they were in that queue. And then you do have time. So even if your, your number comes up, you do have time to get over there. Yeah, I think the whole time that we waited, was 35 minutes from the time that we walked on the ride until the time, the time that we, we got off, off yeah. the ride was 35 total minutes. And that's one of so the premium we'll talk, rides. We'll talk a little bit later about our, our specific uh, experience, what our day looked like. But we just wanted to give you a kind of an opening of what, what the party looks like, what its whole purpose is, and the decorations through the park. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, it's just really It's cute. beautiful, yeah. They've got it set up completely fall, completely Halloween. So all the lampposts, they've got jack-o'-lanterns on them. And there will be different faces on them. The pumpkins that they have at the different stores are themed to that specific store. And then every once in a while, you'll run into a Mickey pumpkin where it's got Mickey ears on the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
corn stalks. Everything is fall and festive and, yeah. and just really, really cool. Yeah, they have a lot of the statues out like they did for the 50th anniversary, but they're Halloween-themed statues. Yeah. That's nice, too. And then the castle, as, as it gets darker, the castle gets lit up in spooky colors, you know, purples and greens. And, and it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah, it was really pretty. When we get into our experience... We knew that this was on our trip. This was our time to go to the park. And so we had no other park tickets. This was going to be it. And we like riding rides. There are specific rides that when we go to the Magic Kingdom, we know we like to ride these types of rides. I would say we're not real big on the character meet and greets. And I don't know really if that's just me or... Well, I would like to be, but I don't think you like to be. So I'm okay with that. I, I can live without the character meet and greets, but I do I do like the characters. There's three, uh, I will say four main things that you can do at this party. You can ride rides, mm-hmm. you can go trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. you can watch the entertainment, and you can do the character meet and greets. There's mm-hmm. no way that you're really going to, what's the other one? Eat. You're There's right. lots of things to eat. There's lots of stuff to eat. <laughs> yeah, let me amend that. Let's. There's five main things. You really got to prioritize what you want to do because there's, again, there's no way you're going to get through everything. You're not going to get through everything, but you can do a sprinkling of everything because with the park opening at four, we knocked out quite a few of the rides that we wanted to see Antron and Antron and we ate and we ate and we also did trick or treating Mm -hmm. and we did the entertainment. Right. But there was also entertainment that we did not do. And we did no character meet and greets. Correct. I know it sounds like we're all over the place. And that's kind of our point of having this conversation. You're going to feel all over the place unless you have a plan. We are all over the place and got a lot of different ideas. We've never... This is our first Halloween party. Right. We did not have a specific plan going in. And I think it would be beneficial to kind of prioritize those things that you want to knock out. Those things that are important to you and what you should attempt to accomplish when we got there by the by the time that we got through the line we were hot we were thirsty we were hungry and you know we just wanted food water and air conditioning (laughs) all true all very true but we did have some plans egg rolls (laughs) we had to get egg rolls um that was like our biggest plan was to get in the door and cool off because we were a little bit hot i was definitely hot i needed some water once we got cooled off we were heading for the egg rolls we i guess we had a plan we did have a plan yeah we had a very minimal we knew how our crew rolls (laughs) and it's egg rolls it's egg rolls yeah it does feel like we were a little bit all over the place we did have some idea of what was going to happen but we didn't really plan too much because it was just the two of us we knew that you know, whatever happened, happened, and we would be fine with that. And it wasn't like we were we were traveling down for other things as well. So it wasn't as if this trip was just solely for the Halloween party. We knew that we were going to be fine with whatever we ended up doing, and we kind of just wanted to do it organically. Yeah, and, and I, th- I think that's a really good point is, you know, just knowing that we were going to be in the park together and we were going to experience this together was, we were that was perfectly enough, yeah. fine with it. Yeah. Whatever happened, happened, and there were some things that we wanted. We definitely wanted to see. We wanted to see the fireworks. We wanted to see the parade, and we wanted to see the Sanderson sisters. Mm-hmm. Once we got through that, it was everything else is just gravy. Right, but that was the end of the night. Pretty and then much. the tons and tons of candy that they threw at us. Well, too. and that's okay. So let's talk about trick or treating a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I always assumed that, like up and down the Main Street stores, they 
had people out there that were just, you know, you'd go into the stores and you trick or treat, just like you would do, like kind of going through town. But that's not how it's set up. Um, the way it's set up is they literally shut down some rides. So there are some rides that you cannot ride, and they use them as cues for these lines. So, so you there may not... There are restaurants and shows that they shut down. Yeah. So you are not standing in line for actual rides for very long, but the... And they're not long. I'll take that back. It's not long for the trick-or-treating, but the lines felt longer than the rides in some instances because yeah. you, you, in some place places you're out on the street and some of them like mickey's philharmonic and they had closed that down for the night so they used that line as the cue for just getting the candy yeah. and it was kind of a long line and we were like well this is really long for candy but when we got in we got candy when we came out we got candy <laughs> there was like multiple stops in that place that you got candy and when they give you candy it's not just here's a bag of m&ms no they have scoops and they scoop out into your bag. So you get these small, they're, they're kind of small, but by the end of the night, we were pretty full. Our bags were yeah. full. And we weren't hitting everyone intentionally. We were just hitting them as we went. So for our day, we showed up a little bit before four. Mm-hmm. Our bus dropped us off from Caribbean Beach. We got there a little bit before four. We got to the main entrance and we saw the lines and immediately we both looked at each other and we're like, oh my good gravy. We're never getting in. Yeah. And it was it was probably 90, 91 degrees on concrete. No shit. Not a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful. <laughs> but there was a little light breeze, so the humidity was down. So we had to stand in line for, I would say, half hour. Yeah. And by the time we finally got in, they finally shepherded us through the, the main entrance, back behind... Main Street. Main Street. And then that bypass road dumped us out into the hub. So then from there, again, we're hot, we're thirsty, and we're hungry. Mm -hmm. So we went right to the egg roll cart over by the entrance of Frontierland. We got water, we got our egg rolls, and we scarfed those down. And all right, let's start hitting rides. We immediately jumped on to Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and that was a 10-minute wait. At most, yeah. You know, we you get into that queue, there are parts of that queue that that air, that air conditioning is absolutely glorious (laughs) it was it was we were like we need an air conditioning right but it was also still open to the public at that point even with the other people that were there and the crowds of guests that were coming in for the party it was still like a 10 minute wait yeah at most yeah I i think our overall experience of what we saw was that that early entry for us at four o'clock we were able to knock out quite a few rides Because I think other people may have been prioritizing getting in line for those meet and greets. A lot of people do that, yes. There's there's a couple of meet and greets. There's Jack, Skellington, and Sally, and then the Seven Dwarves that you you don't ever see in the parks. They were queuing up for those, and, and as we've come to learn, sometimes those queues for those two can get between two and three hours. When you're looking at your time of day from four o'clock to eight o'clock, from to midnight, that eight hours, and you're going to one character meet and greet, and it's three hours. That that's a huge chunk of your day. Yeah, a and lot if, of the people will use that early entry just for that. I right. mean, they're coming in early just so that they can get that knocked out. Not really recognizing that and not wanting to prioritize the meet and greets. We did the rides. So we were able to knock knock out Pirates of the Caribbean. We got that done. Ten minute. Mm -hmm. I will say that if you're going to go, do yourself a favor. Set yourself an alarm on your phone for, you know, like 5.50 to get into that virtual queue for Tron. 
Genie basically shuts down when you look at your My Disney Experience app from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock the Genie app was working and it was showing you return times. It was showing you wait times. And then right at six o'clock, I went to look at a, a ride time and all the ride times went away. Mm -hmm. So what we came to understand later was from six to seven. And then at seven o'clock when the, the party starts up officially, then those ride times come back and it shows you what's going on. Also, what we didn't understand is that mobile food ordering is disabled for the entire night so you can do no mobile food orders right. so it was kind of frustrating I, I know we were at we, we wanted to get a dole whip and I'm, I'm looking at the app and i'm trying to how do i get to aloha aisle i couldn't do it it was i was getting a little frustrated then i found out the next day that well, that's because there is no mobile yeah. food ordering <laughs> for anybody after we got done with pirates we're, we're walking through Frontierland, and we just, well, you want to ride Big Thunder Mountain? Sure. Okay. So we walked on to Big Thunder Mountain, and I think we were one car. I think so. I think and that's I it. I think we walked up to the gate, the car left, and then the next empty train pulled up, and we got in. Yeah. That's how long that wait was. And I remember walking up that queue, kind of looking at you a couple times, going, this is this is unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we, know we've what skipped to do. Big Thunder on other days because we couldn't get on that ride fast. Right. You know, you're in that same general vicinity. Haunted Mansion was the next mm -hmm. big ride. So we walked over there. And again, it was essentially a walk-on. We waited outside in that queue area until the next load of people Correct. went in. Yeah, that was it. So we were standing outside in the graveyard section looking at the tombstones for two minutes. Right. The the queue did get longer as the night went on oh, yeah. because that's yeah. when the characters came out and the lights were on the mansion, which we were there during the day and, and those things were not there. I think we hit it at the right time as far as lines go, but I think we missed a little bit of the experience. Um, yeah, and, I, and I think just our sequencing of not having a plan and not really, yeah. we, we hit all of the, the wickets of you know, best case scenario for all of those rides mm -hmm. over on the, on the west side of the park. Yeah, but on the out, so when we came out, they have the photo pass out front. And there was only like, I think, two or three couples or groups of people in front of us. So we were like, oh, let's give it a shot. Like, let's do this. And so we got a photo pass. Uh, I mean, we got our pictures taken in front of it. And that we immediately, like we had it scanned to our account. So it went right to the My Disney Experience account. And we have the pictures so we can order them. You can order pictures if you go into i think it's the ordering gifts you can order photos through there otherwise you'd have to order a package and you can get a one-day package and they have plenty of opportunities to do different experiences throughout the park so if you're into like wanting like nice pictures of your you know being at the event it's i think 69.99 for the whole night for a whole day's worth of experience and so you can get any of the pictures taken and then they would be included and download it without the watermark on them but otherwise you can order you can buy them individually and i think it's like two pictures per page and i want to say it's like $16 or something per page and I that think. was right in front of the mansion mm -hmm. on the exit of the ride i know there were a couple of folks while we were standing in line waiting for that that they just they didn't ride the haunted mansion ride they just walked up oh, yeah. the exit and they were able to get in line so it was yeah. it was nice and convenient and you know what we did not mention at the beginning was you are it is perfectly acceptable and and there is a lot of people dressed up in costumes yes 
there are some guidelines. There's very specific guidelines that Disney has about the different costumes and the length of the costume and the type of costume. Signing you know, autographs this is, is a no-no. Yeah. Yeah, this is Disney. So if, if you're dressed up as a Disney character, they don't want you signing autographs, doing photo ops with other right. uh, guests in the park. They obviously don't want stuff that's, you know, a that you weapon could trip heavy. On. Oh, yeah. No weapons. Yeah. No weapons, no fake weapons. Nothing dragging on the ground. Right. And uh, if if this is something that you're even thinking about, all of those guidelines are on Disney's website. But we saw a ton of really, really? cool, okay, let's, really <laughs> cool costumes. Let's talk about on the way out. So I'm going to skip ahead just for a second, not going into details about anything else. But as we were walking out and we were leaving after the last show, so we left after the Sanderson sister show, we were walking out and we saw a woman who was in a wheelchair. I had to take a double take because her costume was brilliant. She was literally Madame Leota. She was in an electric scooter. Electric scooter. And she had a table, made a table, and it covered her scooter to, to some degree. And she, her head was inside a bubble and she was Madame Leota. It was hilarious i think we both stopped and like busted out laughing it was perfect so that was my by far my favorite costume of the night and we caught it at the end (laughs) so a lot of just different and those are adults those were all adults and so if you like to dress up i mean if you're a cosplay kind of person even this is like your night because you get to actually do and have it lots of different princesses and different just some of the stuff had nothing to do with disney they were just wearing costumes which was great too it was just halloween just word of caution yeah it's it's still orlando (laughs) and it is still warm so our night was we were really lucky like once the sun went down it was nice and it was was very nice it was not super hot and i could see people wearing like the dresses and stuff that they were wearing at night however these same people were standing in line in the 90 degree weather wearing tights long dresses Wigs. wigs hats capes all these things and standing out in that heat and i uh, i was just like oh my gosh we wore t-shirts you know we made haunted mansion t-shirts and and that's what we wore and we were hot (laughs) so i couldn't even imagine how hot they were but they did it and 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 once the sun went down it it was fabulous so then when you do so with all of those photo ops that they have with the photo pass photographers you know, on a night like this with some of that cool lighting and, you know, you're in costumes. I mean, that might be it's something fun. that you really, really want to earmark to try and get accomplished. Because what they also have is some specialty photos yeah. where, and we did one of these, where they're like frames. Oh. You get behind the frame and it's a themed frame. And the one that we did was for 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. They had another one that was for Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah. And there were a couple other ones that I remember seeing throughout the park. I, I just can't remember what they were. But they've got photographers there that'll take your picture with, with you behind this themed frame. And, and just some cool ideas. Yeah, there. they did some lighting ones with special lighting effects and, yep. and different things. So lots of cool opportunities for pictures, for sure. So we got into pictures, we got into costumes, and that was all us leaving the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Then the next ride is Small World, get some more air conditioning, mm-hmm. and just get off of our feet a little bit. My legs were getting a little sore by that point. Yeah, I mean, we had been out at the pool earlier. Yeah. and and We did some walking, walking around, around Caribbean Beach Resort, mm-hmm. so we which were... was probably not a brilliant choice. <laughs> I know, thinking about it later, because we were all over the park. Jumped onto Small World, and that was 
again, a 10-minute ride. I think we waited maybe four or five boats. Yeah, maybe. That was it. Yeah. But I forgot how long Small World actually was. I mean, I, I didn't really realize that I, the I ride itself that. was that long. I was like, geez, this is taking forever to get through And you're this. like, we're going to hit the... Our, my alarm's going to go off in the middle so of this it, ride. So it did. Yeah. And I actually, we had to log on while we were on It's a Small World and join the virtual queue. And we were able to do that. Mm-hmm. So the Wi-Fi worked and we were able to get logged on and join the virtual queue. So we got that. So then the next major thing that we wanted to do, we knew we wanted to do other than Tron was I personally <laughs> just love... Buzz Lightyear. I know. You're so competitive, too. <laughs> that, that, that game, the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, you're sitting in little cars and you're shooting little lasers at, at all of the, the targets. I love that game. I, I just love it. <laughs> and then we also wanted to do People Mover. Yeah, we just like the People Mover. It's so pleasant to just sit down for 15 minutes and it goes at such a rate that you get a nice breeze. Nice again, look at the park. It, it's... We like it. We do. I know. It's not very eventful, <laughs> but it is. We like it. It's a ride for us. <laughs> so we got over to Tomorrowland. All of those ride times just skyrocketed. So Buzz Lightyear was 40 minutes. People a, Mover was 40 minutes. I have, a pe- I have a feeling that people were kind of waiting for their virtual queue to come up. And so there was a lot of people in that area at that time. And- we decided, well, all right, well, we're not doing Buzz Lightyear. We're not doing... People mover. There's nothing else left for us to do. We've hit all of our major goals. There's only one thing left to do now because we know how we roll, Mm -hmm. and that's egg rolls. Egg rolls. So we went back to the egg roll (laughs) cart and got more egg rolls. To be fair, and just to make clear that we were not being pigs, the first time we got a set of two egg rolls, and they're not huge, and we shared them. So we each had one egg roll, and they're more like spring rolls, really. Um, But um, so we shared another set. So we really only had one set each by this point. <laughs> we didn't but have again, like eight, four egg rolls each or anything like that. Thou shalt know that crew and how you egg roll. Yes. And they were delicious. And so anybody who, these are the cheeseburger egg rolls. They do have the cordon bleu. We didn't get those. Um, Not a big really, fan of cordon bleu. No. And we really just like the cheeseburger. And to, to uh, for all you picky eaters out there, if you're picky, I am a picky eater. You can taste the pickle. You can taste the mustard a little bit because they put all of that in there. But they make it in a way that you don't, if you're a texture person, if the texture of those things would bother you, you don't taste it. You don't have any you're texture. You're not biting into an onion. You're not biting into No, it's just like the hamburger, but with those flavors in there. And I'm not, I don't really eat mustard. I don't eat pickles. I don't eat any of that stuff normally. But in there, for some reason, I just, they're really good. <laughs> Give it a try, even if you think you don't like those type of toppings. You might not like it, but there's a good chance you might. And we get done with our egg rolls. and It's dessert time. It's dessert time. So <laughs> we did what most normal human beings would do. And we went over to Aloha, Aloha Isle and got a Dole Whip. Uh, yes. And I don't think I've had this Dole Whip before. So this is the one I got the last trip we were there. and Well, the last time that I had a Dole Whip at the park, which is the pineapple coconut swirl. And the standard Dole Whip is just the pineapple. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a pineapple person, and I'm also not a coconut person. But put them together. But put them together in proper portions, <laughs> and oh my goodness. Really good. That is phenomenal. Now, I will say that we probably... Could have shared one. We could have shared one. It was a warm night, so it was melting pretty quickly. You know, we weren't crazy hungry, but we wanted something a little bit sweet. and We knew we had to keep going for the rest of the night, so we're just trying to get our energy up. You know, we're, we're using our dessert really as a function of 
you know, biological functions to keep the machine going. That's really right. the only reason. Yeah, we that's got. the only reason that we got a Dole Whip was to just yeah stay functioning, feed, feed the beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, while we were there, we went over to the Jungle Cruise ride, and there wasn't very much of a wait there either. No. So we actually had to finish our ice cream before our Dole Whip before we went on because we would have not been able to finish it in line. There was yeah. just no time. So I think that was probably that was a walk on. That was really a walk on. Yeah. Because they sent us right to the row when we got into the yeah, line. As soon as we got to the lady that asked how many are in your party, she sent us to a row and that boat was sitting there. And we're the next one. And one's we walked up, yeah. right up. Mm-hmm. So that was really quick. We did that. And then we started to do some trick or treating. Yeah. We actively decided, all right, well, let's. Yeah, let's, let's try this. Let's do this. You know, that wasn't really when we walked into it, it wasn't really a goal for us to do the trick or treating. But we just, we're, you know, they give you a map and it shows you everything that's going on. And we're, we're looking at it going, all right, well, we've we've kind of knocked out a lot of the things that we wanted to do. and We're still waiting for Tron. We still had plenty yeah. of time. We started going around the park from Frontierland all the way over to Tomorrowland. And we start just hitting all of the trick-or-treat locations. And it was, it was cute. It was, fun. it was fun. And they were, you know, you'd think, like, here we are, two adults going through the trick-or-treat line. And, you know, maybe they're probably like, this is for kids. But it wasn't. It was all, like, I would say 50-50 kids, adults in line. It wasn't like it was overwhelmingly kids. And all of the cast members were amazing and very nice and everybody was happy Halloween. And, and this is not generic candy. This no, is not, no. you know, Fred's candy shop. This is Mars Wrigley candy. So it's all Snickers, M&Ms. It, it's, it's Starburst, Skittles. Yeah. M&Ms, all the different kinds of M&Ms. They had new M&Ms. Heavily chocolate. Yeah. A lot of M&Ms I had never even heard of. So those fudge brownie ones that they gave us at the entry were pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Twix. Um, lots of things, yeah. And there are two locations. If you have allergies or if there's a, a sugar concern, there are two locations in the park, and you'll just have to check the app or check the map. There are two locations that they give allergy-friendly and sugar-friendly treats, and they give you a different colored bag to identify that you're going to be going to those locations, and only people with that different colored bag can get in there to get those allergy-free. I, I think they let you trick-or-treat at all the other spots, and they have coins that you can collect along the way to turn in for those treats. It's kind of neat that they have pre-thought that out. But yeah, it was fun, and we did that. We got our notification that they were calling Group 131 was in the queue for the... And so that happened around, uh, probably the notification was around 7.45-ish. That They give you an hour. So when your number gets called, you've got an hour to report back. So we slowly just made our way, continued trick-or-treating with the ones that we were already in line for, and then just made our way over to Tron. This was our... Our first time mm-hmm. riding Tron. So I can tell you a little bit about it. <laughs> I was nervous. I, I love roller coasters. I don't mind drops. I don't mind loops. I like all of it. I was a little bit nervous about it because you're on these bike things and, you know, there's nothing on your sides. And so I was like a little bit freaked out about that going in. You know, every ride they talk about the queue and the different things that they have. So if you've ever been on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Yes, it's, you know, the the queue for that ride is kind of, 
getting to be famous because it's got so many cool things in it. It's just really kind of impressive, some of the stuff that they have in there. We had heard nothing about Tron. We had really heard nothing about the queue and nothing about it. So as we were walking in, there really wasn't anything. And I was like, oh, there really isn't anything. And then they... There's a couple spots where they do some stuff, but it's... It's really not much, though. So for being this big ride, I was kind of expecting there to be like more things. I mean, there was like some signage and stuff kind of referring to these races and these the bike races that these different colored bikes do and all that stuff but really there wasn't a whole lot and then you get into a room and they have they start talking to you about what you're going to be doing and you're going to be brought into this other room and you know a person on a screen and they kind of talk you through all that and you go in and I'm I'm not going to tell everything that happens but you do go into this room and I will just say it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was like really cool. It was kind of quick, but it was really cool. And then they take you out of there and then you um, you get into line for your bikes. And getting on the bikes was not difficult. I thought that was going to be a little challenging, just kind of like getting onto these bikes because they're not just like getting on a regular bike. There's yeah. back to it and front pieces and all this stuff. The cast members were great. They gave suggestions on pulling the handlebars closer to you so and so it would tighten up the bike seat for you and you'd feel secure and you totally do and and basically the the picture that you want to have in your mind is what i call like the the japanese sport bikes yeah you're kind of leaning forward like that you're you're kind of laying down with your hands in front of you you're almost kneeling yeah. into the seat and you're sitting on this motorcycle type thing but not in an upright position, but in a more laying down position. And then the, the ride system. Well, there's like a whole back piece yeah, that comes down over comes your back. comes down over your back. It comes down over your legs. And then you're holding on to the, the handlebars, so mm-hmm. to speak. And they have your... two sets of them. So you can kind of gauge how far out you want your hands to be. And then you pull that forward and, or pull it towards you and it secures it. And then you kind And of... it loads pretty quickly. I it... mean, it, there's, I don't know, maybe 20 people on this ride. Mm-hmm on this ride uh vehicle there's yeah and once they get everybody on and they've checked to make sure everything's secure it's okay we're going (laughs) and it it just slowly pulls you out of the station and then you get to a spot and bam you're gone bam you are (laughs) gone and it goes from zero to your face is pulling off of your your skull very quickly yeah on the way out you had made the comment you're like wow that is a pretty short ride because we had heard it was really short and people were really disappointed with how short it was i felt like yes it was short but the thrills but it was awesome i really enjoyed it i i enjoyed it way more than i expected to enjoy it i would highly recommend it i thought it was like a lot of fun there is pieces to it that remind me of guardians of the galaxy it, when you come inside, you kind of have some screens and things. But yeah, it's a fast ride, but it was fun. It was They a got lot of fun. cool lighting. They got uh, music playing. It doesn't go upside down. Nope. It doesn't do any barrel rolls. It, it It's just up and down and really, really fast. Yeah. And, and it's, I, I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. And then on the way out, when you're coming out, you actually, where you exit, you exit in a spot that's really close to the track. When you're coming out, you, can, you get to watch people. Yeah, yeah, you get to go watch them go by, and you can take some really cool pictures of the bikes going by. It's pretty. It was a good ride. Yeah, I think for the amount of time that we spent, you know, the amount of time that we devoted to that ride, which was about a half an hour, and joining the virtual queue and checking on the, the virtual queue, for as short as the ride was, I still think it was absolutely worth it, and I would, I would oh, absolutely do it again. For a half an hour, absolutely. Yeah. I, I would say, I think where people might have... Some difficulty with that is when they've paid for the lightning lane, like the individual lightning lane. And if 
And at yeah, times, if that price is really, if really it's high, like at the twenty mark or twenty five dollar mark per person, I would, I might feel disappointed. Yeah. But waiting a half an hour for a ride, absolutely not. I was fine. And conversely, once it transitions out of the virtual queue and it goes to just a standard ride, I'm thinking about just a standby line. If I've got to just wait in line for this ride, how long would I want to wait in line for it? I, I don't know if I would want to wait an hour. Yeah, well, I don't think we ever wait. And like even our yeah, favorite rides, we really don't like lazy. waiting. An- <laughs> we just frankly, don't like we're just waiting. Lazy. No, we value our time. Sure. Yeah, but <laughs> I just don't like standing there because I'm lazy. Yeah. Okay, so after that, then we went on People Mover, <laughs> which is like... That sounds so hilarious when you say, we went on Tron and then we then we went on People Mover and we, to get more thrills. Yeah, because that's super exciting. <laughs> that's not exciting as and far it was, as that was a walk on. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I like I do like it though. So it's it went from forty minutes, to you know, two minutes. hours before to now it's a walk on. We just got to just sit and chill. It's dark out. There's a nice breeze. Talked a little bit about Tron on the talked ride. a little <laughs> bit about Tron. Debriefed Tron, you know. So that was that was fun. We immediately got off People Mover and we went to Buzz Lightyear, and that was a walk on. We yeah. literally just well, this is also because some of the shows are starting at this time. So by the time we were in there and doing those things, now people had left to go get in line for the parade. Right. They were you know getting ready for different things, so the crowds were way down. Yeah, we. And so now after Tron and the exciting thrills of People Mover <laughs> and. Just, I'm Buzz wasted Lightyear. now from Buzz Lightyear because I had shot so many aliens. Yeah, you won again. Although I did have the highest score I've ever had. You did really well. I had 170-something thousand, which is the highest I've ever had. So now we we yeah. make a huge mistake <laughs> in Disney World yeah, I goings mean, on. So that, here's the problem. There's a million places to go eat. There's right. a million things to eat. There's a million new things just for this party yeah no we went into cosmic rays and got a burger yeah <laughs> why did we do that a bacon cheeseburger N- i didn't think the burger was terrible itself but it's just the burger well three quarters of the way through the eating this burger i didn't know that there was this special sauce on the burger <laughs> and i'm eating this thing going this thing tastes funny there is something wrong with this burger, but I was hungry, so I kept eating it. Just in case. You know, again, you know, being in the Navy on submarines, I just learned, you just eat what's put in front of you. Food poisoning aside, it, it doesn't matter. Food poisoning aside, doesn't matter. If some chemical spill has occurred on this food. I don't care. I, I'm just going to keep eating. Yeah, we, we got through this and three quarters of the way through it. I, I looked at you and I got, this thing tastes funny. And you go, well, that's a special sauce. And then I looked at you and went, oh. Okay. <laughs> well, that it makes more sense. Funny. Yeah, it that makes, makes much more sense. And I, well, now I'm happy. <laughs> okay, I can have this now. So we finish our Cosmic Rays excellent cheeseburger. Yeah. And we go to... It's not terrible. I will say, like, it's yeah. not a terrible cheeseburger. It it's horrible. just that there was plenty of other options, and that's what we landed on. So now we want to make our way to the hub because we want to set ourselves up for fireworks. Something must have happened because the parade wasn't finished and when we got there, the parade was still going on. So we figured, well, we'll jump in there. And and Watch. we were able to get... Probably half the parade. We probably yeah, saw half the parade. Over half the parade, which was one of the things that we wanted to do. And then when the parade finished, there was this mass exodus of people leaving. And the spot that we were in in the hub was a perfect spot to see the castle for the fireworks. So we just decided, well, we'll just... We'll stay right here. We didn't want to really fight any more humanity right. to get any closer. And we were in a good viewing spot. 
And so we watched the fireworks. And I, I got to tell you, I've seen, we've seen Enchantment, and we've seen this Halloween fireworks display. It was. I thoroughly enjoyed this Halloween fireworks show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. the The projections that they had oh on the castle, gosh. the timing of the fireworks, the different types of fireworks. I really, really enjoyed it. It was, it was great. The overlays are. Like off the hook. I mean, I've never seen ones that really made me look at the castle and not know where the castle was. Yeah. There were times where you were like, what? wait a minute. What Did they I put a different at? building up there? What am I looking what at What am I right looking now? at? You know, with Enchantment, they had projections on Main Street. So all the buildings. on. So you were kind of time sharing, looking at the castle, looking at Main Street, looking at the castle, looking at Main Street. So we were in a spot where we were stuck like behind this stone column. And I'm also filming the fireworks and I'm using the column to hold my, hold the phone. So I never looked back at Main Street to know, is there any projections on Main Street? And we found out later right. that yeah, there were not. So you can just completely focus on the fireworks and, and the, the castle. It's phenomenal. It yeah. was fantastic. One of the best shows. And they have I, Jack Skellington seen. out there. And I literally was, I know it's a puppet supposedly, but I still can't figure out how it's a puppet. I, I thought... <laughs> That it was a person wearing a jack skeleton Like really suit. long arms and really long... And it's not. It's not, no. It is a, a flipping puppet. <laughs> yeah. How in the heck did they do it? And he's walking and all of his gestures looked like it was a human being making these gestures. I, I have no idea how they did this. Yeah, it was really cool. Kudos to, to the, the puppet person yeah. guy, lady, who did this because it was, it was great. Yeah. After fireworks, we decide. Hey. And then the next, then the next thing is the the villain show, which, the villain spectacular, which is really the Sanderson sisters show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, after the fireworks, mass exodus. Everybody starts vacating the hub, so we just start moving closer. For the fireworks and the parade, we were on the south side of the hub. For the the spectacular show, we got on the north side of the hub. Mm-hmm. I thought we were in pretty good spot to see. It's a really good spot to see anywhere. Unless you're like five foot two. And there's someone who's six foot seven. <laughs> standing right in Standing front in front of you, which that person kept doing. Yeah. Well, and he moving kept moving. And then stepping back and then moving. Oh, and it was, back. okay, I'm going to be like kind of that person. But it was irritating because he clearly wasn't even watching the show because he was looking off to the side almost the whole time. Every time he looked off to the side, it like blocked even more the view. And I'm like, you're not even watching. I want to see. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't say anything, obviously. I just kind of complained <laughs> later. <laughs> In your head. Yeah, I was like, mm. but you could, I, there was plenty. I could still see plenty. But The show, the music Everything. production that they put on for this spooktacular was really well done. Really? I mean, the the, the Sanderson sisters, so really good. Well done. I mean, I would have sworn they were the characters from the movie. Yeah. They were so good. The singing, every the dancing, they had all the characters. They had a lot of other villains that come out. Just a really nice show. They, and, I, and we've talked about it in previous podcasts that we really enjoy theater. Mm-hmm. Seeing this was really near the top. It was near the top of my list. I knew I wanted to see it. It didn't disappoint no, at all. No, it was all. great. So if you're, not, if you're not that type of person, you could probably watch it and go, eh, that was okay. It was it was good. I don't know. Like, but if you're a, if you're a you know like we are, if you really appreciate musical theater and and productions and that type of stuff, highly recommend. But I will say, if you really good, if you are a hocus pocus fan, oh yeah, 
you will really enjoy it as well because the characters were so good. They interacted in the way that they talked and the way that they did everything. It was like you were watching part of the movie. And they pulled all of the other villains yeah. from all of the other movies, the old Disney movies. They brought in Cruella. They brought in Maleficent. Maleficent. Uh, the, the doctor from uh, Princess and the Frog. All of these different characters because it's a villain show. Right. Really, really well done. So by this time, it's probably 1130-ish. I don't think it was even that late because the last show was at 11, was at 12. So yeah. I think there was one more parade or one more, yeah, the next parade. There was a parade and then another and villain then show. And another villain show. And we were planning originally that we were going to stay till the end and watch those two last shows. But then we were we were able to catch the parade, which was the last parade. Yep. Oh, no, no, not the last Second parade. Second of the last. Yeah. So we decided to do that. And then we were just so tired. Yeah. <laughs> we were just tired. And we're like, well, we really have seen everything that we needed to see. So Yeah, we got a bunch of rides. We got trick-or-treating. We got the shows. We got the parade. So we're like, you know what? We, we've hit yeah, what we, we want. To do. to do we exit the park and we just go through the emporium pro tip when you're leaving at the end of the night go into casey's corner and casey's corner goes out into the emporium and you can just walk through the emporium all the way to the main entrance that way you avoid main street and you yeah. get some shopping because most of the people who were looking for the party exclusive stuff had gone earlier i don't even remember seeing any of the exclusive stuff on our way out but i was looking for a small wallet like that's kind of what i was looking for anyway and then we found the shirt for dan yeah. other than that we weren't really planning on doing a lot of shopping so we picked up a couple of things and we used the mobile checkout yeah. checkout which is fantastic you looked at some of the counters and they had 15 20 people deep waiting to check out and you just scan the stuff with your phone and you're done. Yeah, you pay for it. You, then you show your receipt basically at the yeah. at the checkout or at the door leaving. And there's a cast member and they look at it and they say, you want a bag? You're standing there holding your, your, your merchandise and they're like, you want a bag for that? Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and you then you're done. Stuff it in a bag and you walk out. Yeah, it's fantastic. That is a really good feature. I got to say, being that the this was the first one, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did too. I, I would, thought the value was there. I thought... What we got out of it was really, really great. Yeah. I, you know, we kind of wanted to do it alone to kind of get a feel for it because we weren't really sure if it was going to be our vibe, if, if the kids would like it, if this was going to be something that we'd want to do with other family members. And I would definitely do it. I think the oh, kids yeah. would have had a blast. But we'll do it again with the kids for sure. Just please recognize that we didn't do any character meet and greets. And so if that is something that you really want to try to accomplish, that that's going to build a, a big change. segment yeah. of your day. We've seen different things online where they never go to rides when they go to these hard ticket events. They don't do rides. They just do all the specialty stuff. It, it had been 20 minutes since we had been to the park last, and we just love <laughs> going on the rides. Yeah, we do. I think next time we might you know, kind of change our plan for what we want to do. Well, I think if we go next time and we bring the boys with us, I think our focus will be on what they want to do. Right. But I think, so we got to do what we wanted to do, got to check it out, see if we liked it and see if we thought they'd like it. The answer is yes. And the answer is yes. And we will do this again for sure. <laughs> All right. So we wanted to give you an overview of what Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party was. We wanted to give you uh, an insight into what we did, what we chose and what our night looked like. And we both highly, highly recommend it. We think it's well worth it. So unless there's anything else. Nope. All right. Wherever we wander. Wherever we roam, we'll take you with us next time on Wandering Mouse. Wandering Mouse.